0: You know what time that is. Worst gig ever time. Worst gig ever. 2013. Dean, Dean, (laughs) Dean, Dean. I'm Mike Pace. I'm Jeff Garlock. Look, guys, it's a brand new year. We're out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. Duh. New. And of course, I'm talking about the Camel song, Nude. For no for no one but you, (laughs) of course. That might be the Camel album. The Camel album, dude. We're gonna school you. You listen to this podcast. Check out Camel. They're one of our favorite bands. They fucking rock. You're gonna like the way you
2: look when (laughs) When, you're listening to Camel,
0: and you're gonna like the way you look when you hear today's episode with the fabulous. Look, there. It's an emergency out there. (laughs) (laughs) They've called in the feds. (laughs) Get on it and listen to this podcast because what we got is hot. Is hot hot merchandise. We got Craig T. Rowan. T. Uh, I don't know if the T <laughs> is. Craig T. Is that what you are thinking? Craig Rowan. Uh, uh, he's an improv extraordinaire. He's a comedy writer.
2: Yeah, he's 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 done. Uh, he, you know, he's he's written for a lot of great shows. Who wants uh, to
0: be a millionaire?
2: Millionaire. He wrote for the the show. Will get you high if you watch that. at Night of Too Many Stars on Comedy Central. He's got a lot
0: of great stories. He's gonna be in an
2: upcoming Adult Swim show. I mean, this guy is. He's, he's, is, he's this guy's he's the guy. Making,
0: he's making it. He's in his late twenties. He's svelte. <laughs> svelte he's,
2: is the word I always use and to describe him. He's
0: a he's a he's a uh, he's a very funny Jewish man. He um, has. Got, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike,
2: look, hey, okay, from <laughs> one for, to for another, full discretion. Mike's got Jew on the brain. Exactly, right
0: now. I, exactly. Um, he talk. He's got some great. He actually has a really good ratio of shitty stories to great stories. Bombing on stage, being upstaged by people in the audience. Exactly. Shitty jobs working for companies like Datacom, and then of course InterCorp. InterCorp. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's a robotic porn. Yes, <laughs> it's great. It's, uh, but then of you get course it linked with Bang Bros. He did. <laughs> he did. Uh, he did this the infamous give me a million dollars please give me a million dollars please please videos. give me yeah that. and, uh, and he, he talks all about that it's yeah, fascinating he, stuff. how he fooled the world and beyond
2: mostly the world
0: but how he ruled the world as well
2: exactly
0: uh, <laughs> so with <laughs> that with that or i was thinking if i ruled the world Imagine that, Nas. And that, that's right, right. Nice. Nas, Nasty Nas. Nasty uh, Nas. Is, if, is that a name we ever? That was his original name. It, it was. He was. was Nasty Nas. Ew. I don't. Know, let's let's wait. Uh, maybe some viewers can uh, tell or listeners, whatever, uh, <laughs> can tell us. If you're
2: watching this, that's weird. But if you're listening, uh, write us an email. Yeah. Uh, and let us know if his name was Nasty Nas, and also uh, let us know if you've got any uh, ideas for guests. If you if you have any worst gigs of your own, emails at worst gig ever. At gmail.com. Check out the uh, the websites. Yeah, the website, worst gig ever podcast. Yeah. To uh, check out all of the rest of the episodes uh, that we've done this year, uh, the past year, as well as Craig Rowan's. And uh, go to iTunes. We're on iTunes there. Leave us some comments, leave us some feedback. We would love to hear from you. Uh, let, and we, us, we let, let us know how you want 2013 to turn
0: out. Yeah, we'll, we'll do our best to, to, <laughs> to make that happen Show your for you.
2: For Mike and Joe. Exactly.
0: I think but I think we're starting off a good note. Uh that uh, starting off on a good note, or we're starting off a good note, the note <laughs> in the key of C. In
2: 2013 we don't need certain words. We're, so we in, the,
0: we're in the key of life here. <laughs> uh so here is Craig Rowan on worst gig ever. Bye.
1: One of my worst gigs was a job, which is the literal definition of gig. <laughs> um,
0: I think is a translation. Well, we'll ask you about that at the end of the show. Hold <laughs> <It is laughs> off about translations. <Yeah>. Yes, um, <laughs> don't get crazy, Craig. Uh,
1: is that um, I right out of college? I was living in the city, but just staying at one of my friend's apartments, and I was just crashing there and looking for jobs, and I went on you know mandy.com i oh, was looking for just like any i still get emails for mandy yeah me every <laughs> once in a while i get one I'm like craig we found something perfect She's you know, like the what? of mistress, production work right yeah, is yeah. mandy <laughs> so i was just looking for any like production work or anything cuz i wanted to work in film and tv and i re- emailed 8 million things on craigslist and and one wrote back, but I didn't know what it was. Like, they didn't like, oh, we saw that you posted. Like, would you like to come in for an interview? And I, did. I, like, didn't know which one it was. And I was like, yeah, sure, of course. And then I, like, sort of gathered what it was through the interview. Um, and I got the job. And I think every time I've ever gotten a job, I, like, immediately regret it. No matter, like... <laughs> <laughs> what level it is? Right. If it's like a job that I know I'll really love or not, it just is like, oh now I now I'm locked into something right. And it, the job was um, recording I was an editor just recording television clips on TV. Like, they'd record it 24 hours of every channel. Uh And then, like, PR companies would call and be like, hey, we want to see our, you know, Adidas. Adidas was mentioned during Good Morning America Uh when they were talking about fire retardant, like, or whatever. (laughs) I don't know what it was. I love that that, that clip that they did. There's a classic Adidas fire (laughs) retardant segment. Fire (laughs)
2: retardant fail. Just type
1: that Uh, in. (laughs) And so I just watched shitty TV all day long, like, the worst Good Morning America, Today Show, uh, like, just daytime television and look for, like, product placement. And there's, like, nothing worse than those two things, TV and product placement. Right. And then, like, we also would, like, joke around with each other. Like, the people who worked there were nice. Right. right? But then after a while, they'd be like, our boss would be like, you guys can't really joke around anymore. <laughs> The whole joy (laughs) thing's not working. (laughs) Because it was one of those jobs where you could literally, you could actually see, like, by data, how productive people were being. (sighs) You know, you need, like, a quota. Being tracked. I mean, that's not, there's no terrible story there. It's just like that type of thing is just the most boring. And the name of the company, I won't say it, but it's just, like, generic. Right. It's just, like, like, Visual data comp. Yeah, visual (laughs) data
0: comp. That's more or less what it was. (laughs) Right. Uh, But wait, is there something, though, with the, like, you get the job, and then it's almost like the thrill of the hunt of, like, looking for all of these jobs is kind of gone now. No,
1: it's not that. (laughs) I also hate looking for jobs. (laughs) Oh, looking for jobs and getting jobs are the two worst things. Yes. (laughs) No, because when you get a job, it's like, oh, well, now... I can't get another job. Like, right. I'm like, oh, I have to do this. Now, am I going to be missing yeah. out on something right. else? There won't, I won't, yeah, I won't get this other thing that is going to be so much better yes. immediately. Exactly. Well, and that's actually, while I was at this job, I actively, after like three months, started uh-huh. looking for other jobs. <laughs> and the guy, point blank, when he offered me the job, was like, we need you for a full year. Like, can you guarantee us that? <laughs> right. <they're> like,
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you tell them what they want to hear.
2: Yes, that's, sir. Uh huh. Have you ever. Have you ever, like, turned down a kind of offered job? I've turned down one offered job. Because you're just like, ah, the stress of, like, how it will
1: change your life? Yeah, that was one of it. That was one. I had, like, a gap in work. Like, I knew I was going back to a job. I I was uh, working at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Mm -hmm. And they have, like, a a long gap between seasons. Right. And I was like, well, I want to get a job in between just to be not antsy right, and, um, not hate yourself and a not a hit myself and, some. and get that Skrilla Dollar Billy. And, uh, I was offered this job for like, a like I had I, in the past, I had worked on this like sports, um, show for ESPN, like a web sports show. This is not a sports show. It was called pretty good sports show. Pretty good sports show is what I said. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, can well, you, like, Open we'll your ears. That one in post. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsie doodle. Uh, not a viewer, I assume. And, uh,
2: Anyway, I loved I it. Loved
1: it.
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is not- Matt Bisher was one of the people on Matt it.
1: Fisher. Yep. That's his name. He's one of the hosts. Um, and Ralph me. Lustig. No, no. <laughs> Adam Lustig. That doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I think it was Ralph. Go on. Alan Lustig.
0: It's Mrs. Uh, Lustig, my kindergarten mm. teacher.
1: Yes, that's who it was. That Mrs. Could, Lustig, geez, you're... Hilarious.
0: Died in a car accident, unfortunately. <laughs>
1: um, hilarious. But- <laughs> Somebody who?
0: <laughs> Wait, she died. She did. She really died. Years later. Yeah, no, okay, like, not I, when you were no, in. No, so it doesn't matter. Oh, that's <laughs> it Doesn't matter. So this episode's her. for you, Mrs. Lester.
1: <laughs> oh boy. We'll Pouring out seltzer for you. The rest is dedicated to. <laughs> and drive safely. <laughs> um, and uh, oh yeah, so one of the guys who's involved with the show, like uh-huh. he told me, they're like now they these YouTube channels that like get money, right? And um. And he, one of the guys who I worked with, was nice enough to like invite me, like ask me to help out writing for this, sh- like being sort of like overseeing this like show on. Right. Uh, but it was a sports thing. I'm not a huge sports fan. Right. Like I love, I like the Mets, but even then, like I the like 19, the '86 Mets. Yeah, I like the idea of the Mets. Like I don't want to <laughs> oh, watch. Gosh, I'm sets.
0: with you, brother. I don't want to
1: watch anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, Lenny Dykstra, that guy's great.
1: <laughs> Nails. Bobby Bonilla, these other people. Anyway. So I walked into the interview and it was like this production house. And I'm not kidding. The guy who came in was holding an Emmy <laughs> and pretending to curl it like a, a weight, like, like an a, asshole. like a <laughs> dumbbell. He was, and he was like, yeah. And it, keep in mind it was like right before like a break it was right before like a christmas break it was probably like right around the same time last year it was like yeah and holding an emmy i was like oh this guy's like a terrible person like that's like not something (laughs) you yeah that's like in the 80s like if you're like a cokehead at like studio 54 like you can enter a room like that but i don't think there's any other (laughs) um and and still holding on to those heydays. yeah so i ended up like they offered it to me, but I, it was, it wasn't because of that guy, but I was just like, I don't want to write sports <laughs> jokes
2: again. I don't know. I, know.
0: I would have that loved if you had signed.
2: I would have loved if you had ended up, the end of the story was. And then I realized I'm going to like working here. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah. yeah. They
2: gave me a pair of
0: Oakleys and I was <laughs> on my way. <laughs> Brother, let's do this.
1: <laughs> so uh, that
0: was just, it was just thanks, but no thanks. It was, just, yeah. yeah, but it was very
1: nice. <laughs> yeah. Like I would, yeah. I, and it was to say no to that. Again, it was the first time I've ever like said no to anything. Um, It was a really hard decision. How much of a
2: mental freakout did you have that night? Oh, huge. I mean, (laughs) you didn't sleep. I'm hoping. Oh no, I was freaking out. I was
1: like, (laughs)
0: I'm making phone calls.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. What does
0: I do like But the fact that you get to go there and check it out for the day or whatever, like, and then you see this, see
2: a real life Abby, yeah, Yeah, an Emmy (laughs) in the flesh.
1: And they're bigger than you'd expect, and they weigh as much as dumbbells.
0: <laughs> so, so let's let's uh, let's rewind for a second before yeah. the the writing gigs, mm-hmm. doing uh, uh, improv and stuff like that. Jo- when you f- first moving to New York, um, where where did you move from?
1: From I grew up in Westchester, okay. and then I went to school in Connecticut. Yeah. So it wasn't a huge. And I'd spent the summer here, you know, I'd lived on a friend's couch for the summer. it
0: wasn't like, New York City.
1: Yeah, I I mean, (laughs) I did, I did rub, when I got here, I rubbed my eyes and then somebody, like I saw a penny on the ground and I bit it, (laughs) but it was, and then then you got hepatitis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had, immediately had a bed bug in my eye, um, the second I moved in. No, but I, I was like ready to move in. I was excited. Um. So, what? Are, well, so, no, so, so,
0: was there was there, was there stuff leading up to, I mean, this, the job at Datacom, that kind yes. of stuff? Was there other stuff in that, in that vein where it was just like the, you, you were, you were, you know, doing, uh, improv and whatever. Yes. During the day or at night. Yeah. And, uh, supporting yourself during the day. Yeah,
1: I'd have like a lot of editing jobs. So, well, first I should, maybe this is one of the first like comedy things that I thought was going <laughs> to be a job. This is before I started getting like real jobs was, I'd search Craigslist just for, like, comedy. Yeah. Right. Like, I just, like, want to get... You know, I was taking classes at UCB, and I was like... When did you start doing that? I started my freshman year of college. Okay. But, so Ooh. i had, I had been doing it during the summers... Mm -hmm. Until I graduated And then when I graduated I started like Real go-getter I Yes (laughs) I got a green star By the way The comedy Craigslist search
0: (laughs) Still pans out
1: (laughs) If you If you Google comedy You'll get a job And um, On Craigslist And
2: Sketch 101 For Craigslist
1: But I wanted to meet Like-minded people Like I wanted to And I think I was uh, I was searching on Google For comedy And Uh one guy was like I'm starting in Mystery Science Three to three thousand Type show And I was like Yeah man so i wrote like 20 jokes for it like based on a clip that he had online and i met with like this group of people that were like the guy who was running was like 48 years old Uh and i was like what who are you like what is this and we met at a restaurant he's like you guys are great you geniuses i love it we're gonna get you a job and then like like this is gonna be hit Uh hit. and i remember like i I took like a long walk home i was like this is bullshit (laughs) And I don't even think he ever emailed me back. <laughs> oh, really? So if you're you need to
2: even get a good, hard chomping,
0: bullshit. uh, yeah. kid, you gotta go <laughs> to the
2: top. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but most of my jobs were like video editing. Yeah, I yeah. like, I quit data comp to, um, <laughs> to, I, I had a job interview at MTVU, which is like MTV university. Yeah, right. Cause I, had oh they had like been nice enough they had we I guess they had found some of our Rory my friend Rory Panagatopoulos who's also a writer at UCB we went very to college funny man. together very funny very goofy mm-hmm. and we had made some videos in college and then like after college together and we put them online and MTVU was nice enough to like put some of them feature them in like I don't know a campus right. film mm-hmm. thing or something and uh so I kept that contact I was like oh I, I want a job I want a job so I like just kept i've looked at the emails recently i was like way too forward and i finally got a job interview and i didn't get the job and i and this was like three months into working at data comp and i immediately <laughs> when i found out that i didn't get the job i quit my job at
0: data comp. <laughs> <laughs> a weird
1: gut reaction it was like i so didn't want to be there right Right, now, like why even pretend? Like, and the pay was so bad. I right. was like, "There's something better will come up." Right, and uh, eventually they they MTVU brought me in as an editor. So I was like, it, "I didn't get the job
2: as like a producer," and then I started like editing freelance for them. And beyond that was like, beyond uh, editing your own videos, did you do edit? Like, did you major in? I don't even know. Uh, I yeah, realized. I
1: went to uh, school for. I went. I studied film. Uh, okay. I studied film. Film right. studies. Mm-hmm. Small. Right. Liberal arts film <laughs> studies program, <laughs> well versed. Yes. So, Southern
0: uh, Connecticut State,
1: um, <laughs> Northern <laughs> Eastern Southern <laughs> State, State, <laughs> South- uh,
2: did uh, you? No, Connecticut. Any, College. Yes. Connecticut College. Was yeah. Did you do any sort of comedy stuff or acting in high school? I did one thing.
1: I I, I did. Uh, mm, oh. Oh. oh, 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 shit. oh <laughs> why? <laughs> um, Oh my god! No, I, I started. Oh, he's <laughs> no, Well, there are two things. Was in in high school, my friends and I started a uh, a bowling club. Uh, now that doesn't sound it's funny, comedy and but uh, oriented, but it was inspired by the Big Lebowski. Sure, and we started the Little Lebowski Suburban Achievers, and it was very. Every Friday we'd go bowling, but a big part of it that we started was we would dress up on Fridays like in really silly costumes, like uh-huh. either inspired by uh, Big Lebowski or uh, like that type of thing, like right. really loud pants, bowling shirts, like <laughs> weird stuff. Like our like I think I probably wore my dad's suit. Like you like, go to a ska show. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, this would have been it, about that time. It was the big called Skabowski. Called <laughs> Little.
1: <laughs> Le, it was called Little Lebowska <laughs> Suburban Achievers, and and so that was like a big thing. That was like really like made me really excited, really right. happy. And then it became this big thing. It became a huge club. Like a hundred kids running. Everybody oh, would boy. dress up what? on Fridays. And we'd like. This is in high school. This so is in wait, high how school. How old are you now? I was like a junior, junior when that started.
0: <laughs> okay. So that was like so we my don't big, know how old you are now. You're not going to divulge your I, Oh,
1: how old am I now? <laughs> I can't I can't. I can't, put this I can't sorry. Story. Avoiding the question. Oh,
0: oh I'm <laughs> 76
2: years old. Okay, so this makes sense. Right. I'm 28. I'm 28. Okay. <laughs> big Lebowski came out when I was in high school. Oh yeah. I'm no, 76 no, no. years old. I precogged yeah. the movie. Oh, okay, <laughs> great. Good
0: move. Smart yeah. move. This is the, the uh, Eisenstein version. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was the Russian. <laughs> so wait,
0: you, you had a hundred kids at a at a Big Lebowski bowling club. In high school, yeah, got to be the coolest kid around. Well, that was the thing is like I wasn't.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, oh th- that was the thing. Yeah, I was. <laughs> no, I was. I wasn't. But it no, was you like, were. It was like um, <laughs> telling you. It, it it definitely made me like. I feel like I became more of a like. Not that I didn't have friends, but I felt like oh, I was more of an extroverted right. social person starting like junior year. Mm-hmm. Right. Junior year, so that sort of started happening, and that club was like a huge. Fun thing Like right. I I, pro- I think I wrote Probably my Like College Whatever those are called Essays about oh, yeah. it Entrance it, exam be- Yeah Because it was such like A big part of our lives You right. know the Me and the two other guys Who started it and so that was a big thing, and then I and that was really funny. Like it was all in the spirit of like goofing off, not mm-hmm. about like love of bowling. Because I, <laughs> right. I mean, the f- I love going bowling, but because it's I mean, f- but where you get?
2: Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> a high score of two oh nine. Does that answer? question? yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, very well. That's very good. <laughs> yes. uh, I had an average about one thirty four. That's wow. still so, <laughs> very. You yeah, broke a hundred, which is more than I can. See. Yeah. Um, So that was, that was big. And then, like, so that was sort of comedy. Then I basically ran for like secretary of my school or secretary of my class in school, basically just to write like funny posters and do a speech. And after my speech, they like changed how you could do speeches because, like, like mine was. not so you sp- won. I did win. Wow!
2: But it was much like-, like I tried to get the best from behind superlative in my Ooh, high school wow. yearbook, and was very close, best but from didn't make behind? it. We had one that it That's was just enough. in the photo was the two people bending over and staring back seductively. Wait, 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 wait! No, what? that existed.
0: That existed. Wait, so you didn't. We had because we had
2: you know the standards. We had like best eyes, like oh, most see, likely best, to have got two point five. I got most pessimistic. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then the photo was me giving a thumbs down. That makes Be- sense. Makes sense. snowing me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was a best from behind. What, what is that? What would that mean? <laughs> Great ass. Oh, I thought that meant like it, the like photo was some weird, some adult
0: video yeah. news award. Yeah, the best photo from behind yeah. was behind. The oh, photo Freddie. immediately, <laughs> <I> immediately... <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. The photo was the two people bending over, like staring at the camera, like showing their ass off. Me he's, got yes, nice, he's got a nice. About tushie. to get a penis in their ass. Jeff off. has a nice tush. It should say look best from behind. Right. Not. It's all around creepy for high school students.
0: Uh
2: that
1: We're going is- to
0: edit when you said best from behind and when you went, oh, yeah, earlier <laughs> <laughs> together in the... Uh, but I'm very impressed show. that you actually
2: won.
1: <laughs> yeah, I won, but it was, like, because the speech was absurd. It was, right. like, I remember as part of... Oh, yeah, my... my tagline was, Craig will put the secretary back in secretary. <laughs> so, like, nothing nothing was, like, about like what I could do.
2: But that does sound like knowing you now. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the ultimate beginning of the pure Craig Rowan-style joke.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, it was just bullshit. It was just like... Right. So, and, like, my speech was, like, I was, I was like, uh... <laughs> I don't know. It's like uh, like I'm gonna make the music. I'm gonna make like the music department better. Or like none of none of this oh, makes right. sense. And then I brought out like my girlfriend at the time uh, or was, uh, or she was my girlfriend yet, I guess. But it came out as like Britney Spears on stage. <laughs> and then I was like, and we're gonna make our sports program better. Welcome Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. And, like a kid game. Address. Let's put like,
0: the sex back in secretary.
1: <laughs> um, oh yeah, that was before uh, before his sexcapades. But you could see that it was coming.
0: <laughs> Oh, wait, so this this brings up an interesting thing because, look, I, uh, uh, high school, uh, whatever it be called, mm-hmm. high school government. Yes. is sounds like bullshit on the, you know. On paper. Uh, on paper. <laughs> but, like, as secretary, I'm just curious about this. As secretary. I, did you have actual, like, duties that you needed yeah. to Did the joke
2: backfire where you had to do a job <laughs> like all you of actually a
0: actually <laughs> had to do so Oh, yeah, it wasn't as fun as I expected.
1: <laughs> no, no, you know what it is? It's like. One year I was secretary of my class, right. which was really fun because it was like lower s- s- stakes. It was like, we're going to do, I don't know, it wasn't like the prom, but like events and like we're going to do small things here and there. And our advisor was great. And our advisor for the school uh, government was awesome too. Really mm-hmm. great guy. But um yeah, it was more like creating forums for the school. Like we'd like brainstorm ideas for like what for the list there Craig just rolled his <laughs> he, eyes he looks like he before. wants to die yes. not thinking about this job it was job. just like it was just like like after September 11th happened like we created like a forum for people to talk about it so we right. I'd have to like coordinate with like a local fire department for like somebody to come in and talk about it so it was like it was work and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like bad like I thought it was a great experience but it wasn't like you just like baby like just
2: <laughs> you're not just going over and over again putting the secretary. Yeah, back yeah. yeah can you just set this up Craig Jesus yeah. Christ
1: Um yeah so that it was it wasn't bad it was it was great it was right. like, a great experience it just wasn't as fun as like you know duty jokes and stuff.
2: exactly <laughs> which I probably made lots of those right <laughs> So but so you then ended up you know, so you went to college but then you ended up actually taking classes in college you Yeah. Yeah, go I, to New York. I, I from? went
1: uh, during the summer. Oh, Okay, so okay. My friends now my now my friend, but uh when, when I entered freshman college, year of college, I saw I a sign for an improv group and I knew I wanted to do comedy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh <laughs> and it was called the Scuds long form improv and the, and the poster had like a quote from Del Close who is right. like the grandf- like the guy who basically created long form right. comedy improv. Uh, right. The guru. Uh, as we know it today mm-hmm. And luckily that audition was before the short form group Because I didn't know the <laughs> difference. nuts Yeah, exactly <laughs> They were called N2O, which is laughing gas <laughs> Perfect short form uh-huh. And uh, But yeah, so my friend basically started it Because he was in the sh- short form improv group uh-huh. And he had over the summer gone to see a bunch of UCB shows And was sort of turned on by that Right sexually and <laughs> oh. uh, yeah
2: oh, gosh.
1: and then yeah so he my friend dan like basically inspired like this thing we'd go to we go to see shows uh-huh. at ucb like as group activities and uh the group is hilarious the, that we were in was great like real some uh, rory was eventually in it right and um some of my still my best friends uh <laughs> and we'd go see the shows at ucb so after that freshman year i was like oh i got it I gotta take classes, so I took my first class Do you remember any of the shows you saw? I saw, we definitely saw Ass Cat Yeah. um, But that was at, I think it was The UCB Theater is now on 26th Street But The the 22nd Theater would have been at that point Yeah, I think it was actually, we saw at the old theater And then we saw a bunch of shows at like in-between
2: theaters Because it was sort of in the transition So I remember the first Which was right when I was taking classes too Because I didn't get to have a class show Because there wasn't a theater, it was just like, sorry
1: yeah, by the time I had was taking class, the theater, the newer theater existed. Right but during my just viewership phase was right. uh, the old theater and the transition theater. And I think, and I was super into the st- uh, the swarm. Yeah, that was like my fa- and not because I mean because they were amazing. But now that I think of it, I only saw like I only went to see them. Like I didn't right. know. And then I saw like a couple other shows like Instant Cinema
2: and uh, and Respect Respecto Montalban Respecto well. Montalban was. Mind blower, yeah. They race. were great. The swarm was the first show I saw, it was like maybe two weeks after like September 11th. Uh, and it was the first UCB show, so I was like, Oh, yeah, this is awesome, yeah. But then like Respecto was like Hubel, and so like I was just like, Oh, Jesus yeah, I Christ.
1: took my first class with oh, uh, with um, Owen Burke, mm-hmm. and then my second with Chad Carter. I think they're both in Respecto, I right? believe so, yeah, and yeah. I remember they like one of them let me in to see a show after our class, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty <laughs> sweet." <laughs> I feel cool now.
2: Um, but yeah, uh, so then you just kept taking classes, and then you ended up, you graduated, you moved to New York. Uh, um, yeah, and, and here we are, and here we are, and so yeah, Six so years years like, <laughs> how long? Uh, you know, did you ended up eventually getting on a Herald team, mm-hmm. uh, which is the the house improv teams. Yes. Uh, well, when when did that end up happening? That happened. Uh, I joined
1: a Harold team like a year after I graduated college. Okay. So that was the summer of 2007. Right. And before that, I was joined this group called Blackout, which was like a improv in the dark group, mm-hmm. which means that the lights were off in the theater completely, and it was sort of like a radio show version mm, of right. improv. It was really fun. So I was asked to join that, and we had a run at the theater. So I had sort of experienced performing in front of a r- regular crowd before being right. on Harold night which i think was like a nice sort of uh people i feel like people get really uptight and nervous about Harold night uh, sure. in general because it's something you have to audition for and it's something that's highly coveted for right. a good reason it's stage time on yep. like, the best theater yep. in the city or my personal favorite pl- place mm, to see it shows. is <laughs> uh, it's the best <laughs> and uh so I, I feel like I missed out a little bit on the stresses or right. I was still
2: nervous and, and well, like, I was going to, I mean, you're one of, you know, you're, you're one of the people that uh, we've talked about before. It's like, you know, you, you, yeah, you were on a Herald team a year out of college. Mm-hmm. Like you were doing this, like, you know, mm-hmm. like in both of us, like we took like these Let's long breaks. Yeah. Like it was like these, you know, like, you know, going on the road and doing music, doing shows. Uh, we were, uh, Yeah. We were and so then, yeah, there's that, you know, following
0: least, the musical muse.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I was always impressed with, the, you know, I guess that
1: Yeah, I, I just feel path. like it was something that, uh, like, I knew the second I graduated high school and college I wanted to do something comedy-oriented. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I knew, after seeing shows, I was like, this is the best thing there right. is. And I was such a fan of everybody who I saw that I was like, oh, I have to do this. And then I was sort of lucked out by the fact that I had taken it during I feel like I also missed the stress of, like, taking classes right. with, like, the same people. And, like, I was – every class I took was, like, a year gap. So it was yeah. just, like, an exciting, like, fun thing where I get to go into the city and do this stuff. And then when I was done, I was like, oh, I'm just going to focus on this as much as I can. And I saw a show, like – you know, I, I was watching shows every night. I was right. sneaking into shows. You know, like, I invited Rory – before I was on a team, I was like, "You have to come." He was living; he was like substitute teaching in Massachusetts. Like, you have to come down and see shows with me. And like, we saw Gabrus and, and uh, John Gabris, who's was until he just moved to LA in an improv group of mine, mm-hmm. and uh, his uh, Justin Tyler, who's also a hilarious comedian. Yeah. Their their sketch show, and then the next night we saw. Every, we saw the first show, and then we snuck in. We like hid in right. the back and snuck in and watched like all the rest of the shows.
0: Yeah. Do you have? Uh, can you recall any specific times being on stage, performing improv or whatever that where it didn't go well? Oh yeah. And you got a reaction from the audience <laughs> <to> that, <laughs> that was, or just a notable maybe worst gig from yes, uh, a notable potable. I think the, the worst, stage.
1: the worst gig ever. Mm? On iTunes, for me was <laughs> uh, you can use that as a sound clip.
0: The, the worst,
1: one of the worst ever was I. I don't do it as much anymore, but I, I'm part of the touring company mm-hmm. for the theater, so I'd go to colleges. And we went to a college once, and I think it was me. Shoot, I can't remember for sure. I think it was me, Gavin Spuler. Mm-hmm. Mike Still, and maybe Greg right? who are all very hilarious comedians. And we went to, I think it was at like Kenyon or some, like, I don't even know where that is. Mm -hmm. Right. That's not,
0: it sounds like you made up a college, but we'll go with it. My old roommate in Park Slope's older sister went to Kenyon Yeah, so it exists. Yeah, no, great college. I I don't know where it is, though. I don't know anything about it. it. (laughs) I don't remember where it is, but I'm
1: pretty sure that Paul Newman went there.
0: Perfect, and we'll Google that after yeah. this. So, uh, this episode goes out to all the uh, alumni of Kenya. and we fuck love y'all. Fuck Mrs. Lustig, and uh, <laughs> rest and in
1: peace. We did so for these shows, and I don't think we do it this way anymore. But we, it, you interview an, uh, a college kid, right. and do an improvised half of off of it, which is a ver- pretty standard thing. Mm-hmm. And then the second half, now we don't do this. I think the second half you just get a suggestion to do improv. But back then, I think we did either we decided to or whatever we did another interview and the person who came up like when you want, when you interview somebody on stage for an improv show they don't need to be funny like the only thing right. you need them to be is forthcoming they just need to tell you stuff and be truthful mm-hmm. like that's all you need ever right because all you need is information and the people on stage will make it funny right this guy came on stage and he started Talking in an accent, in like, and, but it it was like Borat. (laughs) But, (laughs) nice. But, see, I did it. It's a nice, hilarious. My wife. My wife. My wife. (laughs) Exactly. But he started talking like that, but we didn't know he was kidding at first like at first we're like i mean what the, the chances that there are a foreign kid in the audience <laughs> are great yeah, like, sure of course like it's a college <laughs> they there's probably a foreign student right. and, and why would we assume that, like that because he wasn't being like at first he wasn't being outwardly funny he's like my name is michael or something like that and we're like okay you know and <laughs> ask him questions and we sort of didn't catch on i guess because until like a minute or two in where he's like making jokes like about like sex and all this stuff and we're like what the fuck and the audience is dying <laughs> which is like the it makes it a million you're times you're being upstaged by right. the by a guy by doing by doing borat right. like, he's literally doing borat so it's why like, are we trying why exactly like why try to come up with like original funny stuff when right. there's uh oh, sasha baron cohen's hilarious so we could just rip him <laughs> off And I just remember us like all just like shake, like trying (laughs) to get truthful things out of him. And then by the end, just being like, all right, great. Right. And I remember the first, I think the first, it was just terrible. And the rest of it, we were so angry that the whole half was like at his expense. So we're like, I think it was like, uh my my the first line I think was something like, um Hey um you wanna check out my screenplay? It's uh basically a ripoff of Barat, <laughs> but much shittier. That, that's like that's how we started the half and it only got worse from there. Huh? Right. And we like we died. Like I mean yeah. we got some laughs, but we were yeah. so like flustered and annoyed <laughs> right. that it
2: was just terrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible. I've never dealt with that situation meanwhile, but like, watching people like, I love America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watching Uh, people get up there and you can see that they're going to try to be funny. It's painful as an audience member, let alone being on stage and watching it. The best Uh, is
1: when somebody's charming enough or naturally funny mm -hmm. enough where their stories are interesting and funny alone and they're not hamming it up. But the worst, actually, being a ham isn't the worst. The worst is just not saying anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we had, uh, I do the show called The Law Firm and we had somebody who was a bachelorette and – her friends are like, you need to go. So she like uh-huh. raised her hand and we like brought her up and she didn't say anything. And like the, the, the <laughs> girls who she was out with like sort of had to like fill in the blanks. It was like, oh, just shut, <laughs> shut up. Right. Just like, go away. <laughs> Why are you here?
2: Right. Is there that to survive? Like, you know, you've been on both the Herald teams, mm-hmm. which are the, you know, the Tuesday night, uh, Tuesday night, uh, house teams that are generally, I would say most of the people there are students, like you know, who are, are watching and fans yes. of comedy. Yes, totally. Uh, and but now you're on a team called the law firm, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, it, I, I not on a weekend team, but watching. Like the the crowd's different. It's yeah, it's more different. of a like people going to a show. Let's yes. go out. It's like, Friday let's night. Let's go out. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it's hey, let's, bro. I want ready. to see some sunglasses. Yeah. And you can see you can see the the difference in the amount of shiny shirts. Yes, and like buttons like okay. not buttoned all the way, and girls with like a choking out. Uh, that weird. That be has perfume. this bridge and tunnel crowd. it is yeah like, it's like,
1: not, it's, i wouldn't say it's fully bridge and tunnel but, but there, it's it, there it is uh, there are more people going out for the night and i think it's interesting because uh it's a totally different vibe right. but in a good way like on harold night and i haven't been for a long time so i don't know if this is fully still true but i remember things like get would get laughs that would just never get laughs and vice versa like right because a lot, as you're saying, a lot of the people who are watching um, improv on the Tuesday nights are students. Right. Because it's a free show and because this is sort of like where they want to right. be. And they have to go. Oh, and they the have show. to go to shows. <laughs> they have to go to shows. But, um, it's free for students. So, but like, these students are so excited, like, and as I was as a student, right. like, when you see a move that's like impressive or like, um, like nuanced, yeah, it gets like, Claps and laughs. Right. Like, if you could, like, if it's just like a nice teeny little, like, <laughs> nod to an, a previous scene, right. the crowd will go crazy.
2: Because Espe- most of that crowd will have just learned about yeah, th- callbacks like, that how do they, day. How did like, they do you know, that?
1: That's so great. Like, yeah. that's what I'm learning. They
2: just figured out a second beat,
1: yeah, sort of thing. Exactly. So, when those things hit, they hit huge and right. there's like clapping between scenes. Like, if somebody doesn't edit, there's like clapping. Like, right. it's a very supportive audience. Right. On the weekends, that's not as true. Right. And, uh, because they're just, a lot of the people are just people out for the night. And, uh, but on the same token, like sometimes we'll, like law firm will do like a herald night, like for, uh, but before the, there's a marathon every summer, right? Uh, called the Del Close Marathon. And, uh, and they do this thing where all the weekend teams do heralds. And sometimes we'll just like bomb on that, like not bomb, right. but we'll, it'll just be like, Oh yeah, we're like not, not good at this anymore.
2: <laughs> is, is it, yeah, is it because you're able to, just is it because you're just kind of looser because you're not following a herald form and you're you know you are going for laughs
1: I think we more are, so yes I think we're looser and we don't we're sloppier right which is I mean I don't think isn't that sounds bad but right. I think in a way it's good right I think law firms are hilarious and I say this as a fan of people on the group because I was a fan of the people before I joined the group so we're hilarious. That's what I'm saying. No, it's, but it's like, it's sloppy in the best way. Like, right. there'll be scenes that will just devolve into terribleness, but in a, like, mm. terribleness. An scene. entertaining way. Yeah, right. and inter- terribleness in, like, the improv. Like, right. this maybe isn't the best improv. But I remember watching law firm shows before I was on the group on Harold Night, and they were not great heralds, but right. they were the funniest scenes I'd ever seen. Like, it would right. be, like, one scene would just be Nate Lang literally i remember the scene he was they just basically somebody pimped him into naming 20 different toothpaste <laughs> flavors and that was the scene like that's right. not a good improv scene, no but that's the like, but nate lang thing. but is yes. one
2: of those have you did you ever get to see nate lang i don't he know doesn't, feel the list he doesn't he was, the was fuck not, is nate like. lang he was on a mod he was you know he was on you know herald teams and law firm and he was on mod team uh he was on stone cold fox at one point i think uh but he was just like one of he's one of the guys at the theater that's Everything he says is funny. He's like, the funniest. He at law firm shows would once a
1: show throw the table, I'd uh, throw the chair. He'd just right. throw a chair. That was a given. And my favorite thing that he'd do was like we we're talking about annoying people on state, like uh, interviews, which happens not a great amount, but it mm-hmm. sometimes happens. He would play that person later in the show, like, Uh he, he, like, if the person was like a teacher named Alice, like, he'd be a teacher named Alice later, but he'd be like, I don't know. I'm just a fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he'd be them and, and call out their. Like it, what he didn't like about them as himself, and it was like the funniest. Right. Ever. Let's uh, let's add
0: Nate Lang to uh, the show, uh, or he's this, the show is for him as well. Yeah, Nate Lang. This one's dedicated this so, to you. So wherever you but, are. So how did you you talk about him? Like the guy is no no longer with us. Oh, he's <laughs> kind of.
2: Yeah, I, he might be dead. For he's a little time. bit off the grid. No, he's in L.A. And yeah. Yeah. He, uh, so he's, he's dead to us.
1: He was back in New York a little while ago shooting movies. So oh he's, yeah, he's alive and well. All right. Good. Good
2: to know. Good.
0: <laughs> um, so how did uh, talk about the transition? uh into actually getting comedy writing jobs or when it actually started turning to the turning, turning your way
1: the turning i think the turning point was i had been writing on uh, maud night for a while which is Maud night is the monthly sketch mm-hmm. uh show so you'd write right. a show every month and i was a writer performer on it and uh and Anthony King, who was the artistic director of the UCB Theater, had emailed me and a couple people about, like, that Matt Besser, who's one of the guys who created the theater and like co-created Upright Citizens Brigade, the TV show, was doing a new pilot for um, Comedy Central, and he told me to send in a packet, and I did. Like, months, like, I did, and then months went by, and I, I didn't hear anything, but then Matt Besser, I think, emailed out a handful of people to uh, about Tim Tebow. He like mm-hmm. Matt Besser is, I love Besser. He's great, but he's he gets very passionate about like <laughs> right. really, and I understand like I not that I love Tim Tebow, but he gets passionate <laughs> about like religion, uh, like right. against religion and mm-hmm. that type of thing. And Tim Tebow is going to do a Super Bowl. Commercial, yeah, uh, for Focus on the Family, which is basically an anti-abortion, anti-gay group. So right. he got really upset about this, and like, sent an email to a couple people, like, write, like, if you guys can write a l- write a sketch that's like, um, basically like anti-Tim Tebow, and, and we'll get it made. So I wrote like a Doritos commercial that was uh, like a Super Bowl commercial for uh-huh. Doritos that was anti-gay, anti-abortion, uh-huh. uh, sponsored by Tim Tebow. <laughs> And focus on the family And he like loved it And we got it made that week So I think it was like The packet and that I don't know I actually haven't talked to him About that But then he basically Hired me to come out to LA To write for his Sketch pilot Which had been mentioned A long time ago Mm -hmm. But I guess It took a a little while And so I wrote on that For three weeks And that was Mm -hmm. like The turning point Where it went from And and that And that ESPN job Happened like Sort of simultaneously And that was like The beginning of uh I I had that was the beginning of like, oh, this feels like I something consistent seems to be yeah, happening. Right. Which was nice.
2: Sure. Consistency
0: is great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, it's still within within as as usual like a freelance capacity. Yeah. Kind of bouncing from But getting into that groove. Getting into the groove and into the door and right into the circle where like you come, oh, yeah, this guy wrote on this. Let's yes. get bring him in for this. Yes. So Do
2: you feel like you're in the groove now, um, pretty much? Right now, I'm out of the groove. Right. Um, right. right now, <laughs>
1: I'm... I Or it's one of those uh, parts where it's between things right. and I'm gonna get really antsy come January. Mm -hmm. I don't know when this is gonna drop, but we're recording in December. Oh, it'll come out in January. Alright. So we're recording this (laughs) December twentieth. I just wanna timestamp this. Thank you. Great. No longer evergreen. evergreen.
2: (laughs) 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 This is December twentieth and tomorrow is the apocalypse. That's right. Perfect. Uh, We'll all be dead. It doesn't matter anyways.
1: Um but yeah like right now I finished a job in uh like no I don't know October and now I'm like, like, all right, let's get this right. show on the road. Let's right.
2: Uh, how long does it take for you to get antsy?
1: <laughs> uh, like immediately. Yeah. This time is different because uh, I feel like I've had such... I've been lucky enough that things have been going... Like I've been busy the last like two years. That right. Because
2: you were writing for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I was
1: writing for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And then uh, I left that for this adult swim show All that right. I was acting in and then this other writing job uh, the night of too many stars which is like the best writing job in the world right and now i'm like at home,
2: um, <laughs> like, uh, like looking literally. at mandy.com Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm looking
0: at mandy.com Typing comedy into, into Craigslist. Comedy. Yeah, it's totally back to but but you're one. but you're also doing your own podcast.
1: Yes, I do. Yes. it's that episode. It's that episode, which right. is again like uh, like I'm. It's like okay, I'm. This is a. Way, <laughs> this is why am I doing it? Like I don't. Right. I'm like this is seems like something I don't know. <laughs> right. Do you question it after every episode? Yeah, I love doing it. It's like right. so much fun but yeah. every time i do i'm like all right let's throw this out there and, <laughs> yeah uh, i right. for curious about
0: time. the <laughs> idea behind the show was this were you someone were like did you just absorb television growing you love television yeah or you write so it's just like let's just whatever show let's just you know
1: yeah i, I love tv my tv i love tv uh, the show is it's that episode and basically i invited guests over and we watch it TV show, any TV show that they choose, which I think is like the fun part about it. Mm -hmm. And I like, I love talking about TV. My brother and I, when we talk on the phone, we'll like (laughs) catch up for like five minutes and then it's us talking about Terminator 2 for like 40 (laughs) minutes. Um so same with my brother. So, <laughs> so is the same
0: brother? Yeah, oh, what's his name? Uh his name is uh Jonathan.
1: Yes, it's the same brother. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well my mystery my, solved. my brother's name is Michael, so it might Wait be you.
0: A Wait a second. And oh I know my you're, God. And you're, you're 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 like a big back to the future fan.
1: I love But uh, I like
0: cuz <laughs> I'm 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 borderline obsessive. I I love that. The band I played in, we made a video where we got a DeLorean that was tr- like, a, like a the time machine DeLorean. <laughs> you rented a We 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 uh, um, the
2: look of excitement. No, this, of <laughs> what happened was
0: we had we had huh? this idea for this video where we were going to be driving around in, in a DeLorean, and we found a guy who was a Back to the Future like DeLorean fanatic in Pennsylvania. He had the whole thing tricked out like the time machine from Back to the Future Two, BTTF Two. So that had the Mister Fusion. So on it. it did have Mister mm-hmm. Fusion, and we we put uh, cheeseburgers into the uh-huh. Mister Fusion <laughs> and drove the the DeLorean around like a nuclear power plant in Pennsylvania. That's Sounds unbelievable. It was uh, it. It was one of the How best that days. How's drive? Life. It drives like shit. Does it drive it, like, uh, shit? It's, like the Delorean? Well, really... it's fueled by cocaine. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's cocaine and treats. It had like it has like the shitty tape deck in it, right. and, like in the interior. It's I mean it looked exactly like and it had the uh, you know the, the, what, what is the birth of Christ? You know it's <laughs> like right there. But uh, it doesn't it doesn't handle as well as you might you might think. Really, we were also going like 15 miles an hour. You sure. I mean you weren't going 88
1: <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
0: weird? what does that mean? Um, nothing. Okay, great. I, so I, I, I think that's a neo-Nazi thing. Yeah. But that's perfect. But so, anyways, no. But but uh, uh, suffice it to say, a pop culture or a movie a movie fanatic.
1: Yeah, I I like TV and movies, and it's funny because I don't watch as much TV as I used to. But I was like, I want to do a podcast, and I want to talk about something that's like I think I could talk about mm-hmm. pretty easily for mm-hmm. a good amount of time. And I like the idea that somebody comes into my apartment and chooses their own show because. I think it it's fun to see what people pick, and it's fun to like learn about people through the lens of television. Um, to get a little academic,
0: but I feel like <laughs> it's, it's part of your TED talk, right? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. This is this is being recorded, and by that I mean for the Seth MacFarlane movie. Yes, you know, exactly. perfect. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: I'm dressed as a teddy bear, right now. <laughs> and it's adorable. <laughs> um, but I feel like that is like one of my like I feel like when I talk to friends. That's something that no matter what your background is, like TV and movies are such a um, universal, universal right? thing that it's so fun to talk about. So I don't know. It's just like I, I like it. Well, let me ask you this though, because you obviously have cable then, right? I so now I, I do. I didn't. I didn't for like a year.
0: Okay, because I have no cable. I just have uh-huh. Roku and whatever. But you could probably write off your cable bill. Yes,
1: I think I will. I will. You should. I, I you think I have. No, you know what? Somebody basically told me. A co- I think Santangley and I don't keep receipts very well but he's uh-huh. like he he like he's like yeah movie tickets like uh, uh that's, comic that's books research man. and it, yeah. and I don't even think of it as like a I think it's totally legit like right? I think oh, yeah.
2: that it's I think that's a totally legit thing. Right. My wife Christy tries to, my wife tries to get me <laughs> to do wife. that <laughs> all the time for everything going to concerts and anytime I like she still how would you write off the concert? Cuz I write off music stuff. I think that's totally legit. I wrote off the keyboard I got that like I got last year. Mostly because we go to like the classic Glen Gary Glenn Ross like style accountant. Uh-huh. You, I know they're you your trade, you stupid? Fucking yeah, they're all a bunch of older Jewish men with white shirts. Like, and they're just like, yeah, you'll do this and you do this and you yeah. do this. Like, they're constantly just like, Christy always leaves like she's gonna have an aneurysm, stressing about because they're like, and you probably donated like five hundred dollars worth of clothes, <laughs> and we'll just write that off. And she's like, I, I didn't at all. Yeah, we'll make it six hundred this year. Don't worry about.
0: Let it Let me ask you guys this because yeah. when I moved from staff to freelance at the job. I worked for a, 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 a corporate TV studio for a number of years day while I was Daycom Daycom day TV. Uh, <laughs> while I was playing in my band, and right. it, what became a free like, uh, like a permalance thing. thing, mm-hmm. because term. exactly, mm-hmm. so I could go on tour for a month, whatever. That was and what I and was, that, at was that was the first time that I actually like got like the family accountant because prior right. to that, I think I'd done my own taxes, right? And yes. so then the first time that the guy came out, oh, you know, like. And then there's a tangent to the story, or there's an appendix to story. <laughs> <But> <laughs> the story. But, which one is it? <laughs> so he's like, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, when you're working in the uh, studio, you need to wear special clothes, right? Like, yeah, it's $500 <laughs> yeah, for special clothes. <laughs> and the guy wound up saving me. So much money. He's right. like, "Oh, you play in this band? You gotta like uh, guitar picks. What is that? Like five hundred dollars? Guitar <laughs> picks. <laughs> Spend a lot of money so, on guitar picks. So I don't <laughs> like. I mean, it, it's it's a ruse. The whole yeah. idea. The, uh, the 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 appendix to that story is that that family accountant. Burst his appendix. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, I, he may as well because he he literally disappeared after that Whoa. year. Sketch was like 2006. Nobody knows where he is. So, wow. Steve Sherman, if you're listening, wow, this one's for well, you. Well,
1: that a similar thing happened to me. Is like I, you know, when I was a student, I'd like give my stuff to my parents, and they'd give it to their mm-hmm. whatever, right? And uh, but after school, I was like nervous about how much money I was making, so I didn't uh-huh. want them to. So I went to like an H and R Block. <laughs> And the guy, like, was basically, like, laughing the whole time while doing my uh-huh. taxes, and I felt so much, like, shit that I was like, I'm, I need to go back here and, like, prove myself. Right. And then by the time I was, like, comfortable, and I, I'd go back the next year, and I was like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to go back and, like, show this guy I'm a man. And then I was like, all right, uh, is, uh, I'd like to make an appointment with, like, so-and-so. And she's like, oh, he died. <laughs> I so, like, him. I was going like, <laughs> to, like, go to him, like, at a spite or something. A, a year later, it's
0: building up. I'm going to show this motherfucking accountant <laughs> like that I can I support. Will, yeah. Uh, tax time
2: is a time to really start to question my entire life uh, and the amount of lack of money I've made that year. As each year I get yeah. older and
0: start... You make start, less money. Ever. Yeah,
2: I do. Like, I mean, I... I yeah, I'm I'm borderline hobo and have always can't, been. Hey, I can't wait to write off these microphones. I can. not I'm I excited. Can't you haven't you get even one, done I that, get yet. One. right?
0: Well, because the, we, the podcast started in May. Oh, so. next year it's going to be as a windfall. You should have pre it. Yeah. Um. So, but in terms of TV, uh, worst TV show.
1: Worst TV show. Fart balls. That's a tough question. That's <laughs> a good one. Um. Is that the Adult Swim show you're working yeah, on?
2: Yeah, my forecast. show. I'm, gonna be on is gonna what, be- I'm on it, and it's terrible.
1: Um, I don't know. I enjoy most television. I, I there's nothing that I like watch that I don't that I don't like. So I try to avoid stuff. But I, it's funny because I talk about this sometimes on my podcast that like. I used to watch so much TV when I was a kid that it would be shows that, like, why is this, why is this, like, nine year old boy watching Empty Nest? Right. Or why is he watching, <laughs> right. why is, am I watching Mr. Drexel's class? Top like, of why? the Heap? Yeah, like, just, which oh. is what I brought up
2: today on Twitter, and I was happy one person favorited it. It's just like, I, <laughs> the star of the show, probably. Yeah, Matt LeBlanc and, uh, show Bologna. Wait, <laughs> Joey just, Bologna what, yeah, Joey right. Bologna One of my favorite actors From my favorite year really? Which is one of my favorite movies Whoa That's my a lot God. of my favorites For uh, my oh, wife <laughs> yeah. yeah Check out my favorite year It's great For I comedy writers too It's about the early Sid Caesar And essentially My, uh,
1: my, uncle, my cousin uh, Suggested that I watch that and
2: I did. Wait, ju-
0: oh, you wait, watched let me it? Yeah.
1: Did you like it? My favorite year.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Mark- a great movie uh, with uh, Mark Larry Lynn Appleton. Baker and, and yep. Larry, Larry, cousin Larry. Joseph Appleton. Bologna and Joseph. Bologna. Bologna. And does he
0: play Sid Caesar? Yeah, because he has the. CS He's guy. amazing. Oh, okay. He's got the Sid Caesar pun uh,
2: But Top of the Heap was a spin off of Married with Children. But let me ask you that guys. lasted for seven episodes. Wow, and it wasn't okay, very. Okay, I do
0: remember that. Not to be confused with the show with Nikki Cox with no. the ro- with the with the alien in the basement that was like the Married with Children off the Dust Bunny. With, the, with Bobcat Goldthwaite. Bobcat with the Goldthwait voice. as the voice of the yes. Dust Bunny. I was, uh, last, <laughs> yesterday, since we're dating this episode, December 19th, <laughs> I was watching, I think my new most hated show is, like, Access Hollywood. Right. Just because you, I don't get any, like, they tell you everything in the coming up. So there's nothing to watch. So, but they were do. I guess they felt obligated to cover the, um, the school shooting in Connecticut. Yeah. Wait, on what show they did that? Access Hollywood. Or No, extra. Excuse extra, me. extra. Access Hollywood is fantastic. The, how the hell would they talk well, about Well, because they tie it into a celeb angle. What so did Angelina they had, Jolie what, think? What they did. They, they, I swear to God, <laughs> they had like, the, you know, the horrific school shooting in Connecticut last week has led many of us to reconsider, you know, gun control laws. Uh, we spoke to LeVar Burton <laughs> to ask him, <laughs> and then they cut to a shot of LeVar Burton being interviewed outside of the school about what he thinks about gum. The Reading Rainbow was a little less bright But apparently, and so I'm thinking, I'm oh, watching this and uh, I'm just, I'm <laughs> laughing out loud, but then it's like LeVar Burton runs the uh, Ra- Reading Rainbow Coalition, a charity to uh, enrich kids' lives through education.
2: Oh, so I'm glad we have got the, uh, the whole scope of the, that story covered.
1: <laughs> like, so anyway, we can let's all <laughs> go back to Courtney Cox's
2: tits. <laughs> Here's a taste of the most intense sadness you can ever feel. How Cox's tits doing these days? I haven't, really, haven't heard about them <laughs> really for a while. Really good. Really uh, <laughs> good. So, so now I'm just thinking of I I want to I would it would it would kill me to not talk about the the I want a million dollars videos. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, If you haven't seen, everyone should watch. Craig did a series. We'll include a link to it. uh, We'll put uh, a link. Yeah, a series of videos uh, where you essentially asked for just a million dollars. Yes, they were great videos. I bought it. I thought it was. uh, was well, I think that's the thing. Like I remember talking to you after. After uh, after I, the the you did a final show yes so, because so, yeah. you you got a million dollars quote unquote and you fooled all of us yes like you fooled. <laughs> and and i remember and i would kind of like to, we you know talk about the stress and you had this stress from something that was something you created yeah it was, and it, there was no reason really for this stress in some ways no it it sort of it was
1: the best and worst gig ever <laughs> right because it was like definitely the most proud i've ever been of a project and the most stressed i've <laughs> right. ever been in my life like sort of a daily nervous breakdown and i'm not <laughs> i'm exaggerating Obviously a little bit, but I would, I'm sure I broke down and cried like multiple (laughs) times because it was just basically what I did was I, I made these videos asking for a million dollars and then, um, they were like liked within the comedy community. I got like a lot of nice compliments about it. And then I made like two or three of them and people were asking, like, get the million yet, get the million yet. Right. And I didn't want to just, I wanted to sort of end the series, um, because people were asking about it and I was like, ah, oh, it would be fun to say that I got a million dollars. And news was picking up
2: on this, too, at this point.
1: Yeah, there was like, it had been on a couple of news things, and and then I announced that I was getting a million dollars, <laughs> and the people that I had involved, which one of them was like one of my good friends, Jim Santangeli, who uh, is a performer at UCB, and uh, the artistic director, uh, Anthony King, at the time, and then... This guy, JD Amato, who Mm -hmm. uh, now works uh, on the Chris Gethard show. And um, it was like, I I knew to keep it really quiet because I wanted to keep Mm -hmm. the secret within the community. So I was really hush hush. I sent an email to everybody who was involved, like, you know, my friend Rory, too. And I was just like, just don't say anything to anybody. If people ask, just like play, either play dumb or just like go along with Mm -hmm. it. Right. And then the. Then I I and it was to lead up to a show two weeks later at UCB Theater where I was going to receive a check and I posted the video like in the middle of the night like I released it at night and the and the link went live to the show and by the morning the show had already sold out and um (laughs) and my mom had gotten a call from the Daily News and I was like oh no this is like this is bad and I had to like talk to my parents. Being like, should I... What should I say to the daily news? I was right. like, I have to go along with it. And I don't think they quite understood it. Like my parents were really ner and understandably, I mean, they're getting calls right. about this. Did you get any emails from I got,
0: anyone like saying that they would get like like kinda
1: of weird I got bullshit email. I mean, the right. it, the whole thing was like send an email to please give me one million dollars at gmail.com I got like a t- bunch of emails, but nothing. there was one person who like seemed legit and I, and the joke in the video was like, You have to send me a picture of yourself on a yacht uh-huh. so I know that you're <laughs> And I asked them for that and they never wrote back. And uh, and so no, so like nothing real was going to happen. But then after that, I got, and I still get, <laughs> I got thousands and thousands of emails from people asking me for money. And right. I had to take my email address off of my... Website, right? Because it was uh, people were going to my private email address, but I th- and there's some of them are really sad stories for sure. like people, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like a side to this that I never thought about, but I, I think it's an interesting part of the project in a right. way, and I, I haven't, I never really found a way to like say that side of it, sure, um, but it's, and I was stressing out because I was basically lying to the media, <laughs> right, trying to figure out this live show that we had to fully rewrite because. The original idea was that a millionaire was going to give me a check, but then he, like, w- sort of, like, uh, drops out halfway through the show. And then <laughs> I'm, like, get somebody in the audience to call their boss who's a millionaire. And then, he- and we did casting for all of this. So, so. Yeah, that was
0: just an actor who played the, uh, yeah, it was an yeah. actor
1: that we found through, like, I don't know, one of those websites, like Actors Access. I don't right. know. Craigslist.com. Craigslist, Craigslist. Well, comedy. We'll Search up comedy. comedy.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, we held auditions and everything. And the guy who we had do it, this guy, um, Ed Mahoney, like, improvise that whole speech that he gave. He, so at the end, it was he gives, believable. His, he gives this whole speech about, um, we, we said, like, you know, you're a millionaire and we explained the whole thing. He understood the whole thing. He sent me an email that I thought he was going to commit suicide. I, <laughs> I, like, I stressed out because I, the, we randomly hired this guy for free to do right. this show. And as I'm getting in the subway to like go somewhere, this is like a week when the news is breaking. He wrote me an email with the title, like, running for the hills and, um, and it was about how every everybody was saying like, whoever this millionaire is, is a fucking asshole. Like, why are they, why aren't they giving money to charity? Fuck this guy. Fuck Craig Rowan. Fuck everybody. Like, there was a real negative part to it too. Right. And he was like, so worried about it. So I had to like call him afterwards, but I, in my head, for some reason, I was like, worst case scenario is this man kills himself. Then it comes back to me because I'm the guy who came up with right. this idea. It
2: was just like, every day was like, m- terrible thoughts right. like that. It was. Uh, <laughs> that is. A, I mean, yeah, and I it wrapped up was. like. I mean, like I, 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 I had to miss. I remember being pissed. I had to miss the show because I had like a mod meeting that night, and I was sure. like, I'm going to skip. It. I was going to skip, but like, I think actually still might have been our my director at that time. So like still, uh, uh, yeah. and we both were like, we should just cancel the meeting because uh, then I remember seeing the video and the you know the way it ended. Like it really like left everyone like even in the audience just like what? Yeah. Because you. Burn the check Yeah I got a check <laughs> He gave a speech
1: I got the check Then I gave a speech And I said like um, Sometimes you get a million dollars And sometimes you don't And it like exploded in my hands <laughs> right. Through a magic trick And uh, and then I left the stage And everybody was like What? Like you hear like Sort of like the Air <laughs> the collective like, You're
0: like huh? yeah.
1: And then a video played That sort of shows Some of the behind the scenes That like the uh, The casting of the millionaire right. and Stuff And uh, and then I
2: think at the way in Somebody else like
1: fuck you (laughs) (laughs) because i
2: can remember talking to you after that and you were you know talking about this stress and like how you're like yeah i felt like i couldn't see anyone for like a month i avoided everybody (laughs) (laughs) because like you know i don't know like i assume still didn't know at that point yeah no 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 yeah because i remember distinctly having a gmail chat where he was like do you really think he got it like it was that we would it would it like I feel like every conversation... And as someone unrelated
0: kept, to it, like seeing the video and being like, oh, yeah, man, this guy's going for yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it was because,
2: I mean, I was just... After it was over, I was just so impressed that you pulled it over on your friends, Even <laughs> Well, I think like, I think one of the things was uh,
1: that recently before... I, I don't know if this played a part, but that man with the golden voice, that homeless guy... right? Who, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah right. sure. That happened like a couple months before. right. So I think like part of that might have had something to do with people believing, and then like I'm also not really like a a prankster. Sure. I mean, I like messing with people on small scale, you know, but I I would never. I'm not into like shock comedy or uh, I mean, like I love I love stuff like Tom Green and Jackass. Like I absolutely love that stuff, but it's not my bag. Right. It's not what I like. Pride myself on. So I think it's also partially that I'm just this, like, random, like, dude. Unassuming. You yeah, can pull I it just, off. I just look like, you know. Right.
0: You're, you're. For the listener, Craig looks like. A Jew with glasses.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we all um, trust the Jew. Uh,
0: <laughs> to, to, to to You gave us some, I mean, some, some best of, some worst some of. Some worst of. Best. whole melange. If you will Uh, To wrap things up A question that we ask All of our Mm -hmm. guests But I think you kind of Answered it at the beginning No you didn't actually You gave the definition You didn't give your take on it What do you think of the word Gig Gig
1: Gig. I say What do I think in general Of the word gig However you'd
2: like to answer This question (laughs) I think it Rock and roll
0: (laughs) 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 Kind of answer the question (laughs) (laughs)
2: Perfect answer, though,
0: (laughs) Craig. As you, you've, you've, the cat's out of the bag. This episode, it is December twentieth. Yes. No, we're not fooling anyone here. No. Holiday plans coming up.
1: Well, we should probably tell the audience that this is another one of my pranks, (laughs) and we actually (laughs) did record this on January (laughs) third, two
0: (laughs) thousand (laughs) thirteen. Um, I like this like dueling Jerry Lewis. Listen, Craig. Thank you so much for everything. I know you got to get back to Park Slope tonight. Got to run. Uh, <laughs> Just get home safe. Thank you very thank much. You. Worst gig ever. <laughs>